0: And welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to conclude my conversation with Bob Lowry. We spent over a week talking about various chemical, chemistry aspects, I should say, of pool and spa care. And in today's episode, we're going to end talking about borates and the benefits of adding borates to your pool. And this is something that Bob Lowry has kind of touched on in all the podcasts previous to this one. So in this podcast, we're going to focus on borates and the benefits of adding those to your pool. If you're looking for the resources that Bob Lowry offers, he has over 20 plus books on pool water chemistry. He also offers a certified residential course or program to be certified residential, not to be confused with the CPO course, which is geared towards commercial pool service. But if you do residential pools, you definitely want to get certified residential through Bob Lowry's organization. You can learn more about that And find his apps also that he mentions in these podcasts at LowryCG.com. Again, that's LowryCG.com. L-O-W-R-Y-C-G.com. Leslie's Pool Supplies is a proud partner of the Pool Guy podcast show. Leslie's Pool Supplies has been do-it-yourselfers and pool trade professionals trusted partners since 1963, providing quality products and services to make pool care easy and solutions and expertise to do it right. So... Let's jump right in here and talk about borates now. um, I'm a big fan of borates. I've been using borates now. I've been testing them thoroughly in different—my pool's been my test pool. Um, I let my pool run for three weeks without chlorine with a borate level of 31 or 32 parts per million. It was pretty low. I kept it low for the test. And after two weeks, I got a little bit of algae on one step. And then after three weeks with no chlorine, this was in April when it was warming up. The water was about in the 70s. Um, I had the pool started turning cloudy on me. So with borates, it took three weeks for the pool to turn cloudy with no chlorine for three weeks. Um, don't tell my wife I left it with no chlorine <laughs> for three, weeks. by the way. Um, so let's talk about borates. Do you want to give the listeners an introduction of what adding borates will actually do? Or what does it mean to add borates to your pool?
1: Okay, well, first of all, Borates are a one-time thing. So it's not something you need to check every week and make adjustments to or anything. You add it once and you only need to check it maybe once a month, even every two months. And if the level drops down a little bit, raise it back up. The recommended level is 50 parts per million. And uh, so at least that gets us over that part of it. But borates do two things in water. One is um, they... They help prevent the pH from going up as fast or as high. So it is a pH buffer to prevent the pH from going up. And they work really great with chlorine generators, pools that have always had the pH going up. Um, It's a good thing to do, especially with pools that have any kind of aeration, waterfalls, uh, spillovers, negative edge, those types of things. Um, all of those things create aeration and turbulence, and that raises the pH. So if you've got pools that are all the time the pH is going up, first thing you do is lower alkalinity, put some borates in the pool. So borates will prevent the pH from going up. And the other thing they do, as you just said, is they prevent algae. They do not kill it. So it is technically an alga stat, but it's not an alga side. Um, it doesn't actually have any algicidal properties until you get about 200 parts per million in the pool. But um, I would not recommend putting 200 parts per million in the pool. But um, borate is, you can buy it in three varieties. Um, the one that I recommend the most is, is called boric acid. And the reason I like, and regardless of which chemical you buy, once you put it in the water, it is all exactly the same thing. So the type that you buy doesn't matter. But the amount of chlorine or, I mean, the amount of, of chemical you'll need to add and the adjustments you'll have to make afterward varies. But boric acid, when you put it in, um, you can push it around with, a, with your brush uh, and, and dissolve it. Uh, some guys have actually used like a hammerhead without the basket on or without the bag on, and that dissolves it in a second. But at any rate, using boric acid, it lowers the pH of the pool by 0.2. And it raises, it lowers uh, alkalinity by 5 parts per million. So essentially it does nothing. You know, lowering the pH in your pool by 0.2 is not a big deal. You probably wouldn't even adjust for it. So you put it in and you're done. The other chemicals are sodium tetraborate pentahydrate and sodium tetraborate decahydrate. And both of those, you'll need more chemical. But in addition, they have a pH of about 9. So when you put 50 parts per million in the pool, it's going to raise the pH of your pool to 9. It's also going to raise your alkalinity by 115 parts per million. And in order to to offset that, you will then need to add about two and a half gallons of muriatic acid to 10,000 gallons to get it back to where you started. So um, you end up having to make adjustments to pH and alkalinity after you add it. Once it's in the water, they all do the same thing. But um, you'll just need more chemical and you'll have to buy muriatic acid and come back and add that. So um, it just seems easier to add boric acid if you can find it. Mm-hmm. Boric acid, you can usually find it, if you can't find it at your wholesale distributor, uh, swimming pool wholesale distributor, you can sometimes find it at landscape and nursery places because they also sell it uh, for you to use in your lawn, in your uh, in your landscaping or gardening to prevent bugs. So um, it's a good thing and put it in the water and forget about it, it'll keep your pH from going up so high. Then you can use cyanuric acid and your alkalinity to keep the pH from going low. And we talked in the first one about, about making the pool stable. And the idea is we make the pH and alkalinity stable by using cyanuric acid and alkalinity to keep it from going low and then we use borate to keep it from going high and then we use a chlorine that doesn't change the ph so that makes that whole thing stable and that's that's the goal that's the idea
0: yeah and then um there's also some manufactured borate products out there too that are pre pre pre-mixed so that they don't raise the ph and they can buy those readily online or at the supplier too yes there Um,
1: are There are Compensated, so you just pour them in, and and they may be a little more expensive, and maybe a you may have to use a little more than than the other types. But there are, I think, two or three brands now that mm-hmm. that are are uh, are pH compensated.
0: And you mentioned some of the benefits already of adding borates that keeps the pH from going too high. It also prevents algae growth. Um, also, there's a sparkle to the water, isn't there? I noticed right away.
1: Yeah the, you know I I try to stick to things that you can prove chemically <laughs> uh-huh. prove in the laboratory but um they definitely um I have I've even made a video at one time of putting some borate in a pool and leaving the camera on and when you put the borate in the pool you can watch the pool change and it actually changes and sparkles when you first put it in the pool and also some people claim that it makes the water a little bluer, and it makes it sparkle, and some people claim they can even feel, the feel of the water is different, but uh, those are hard things to judge in a lab.
0: Yeah, for sure, um, and so the accessible, acceptable borate level, you mentioned 50 parts per million. Right. I know that BioGuard is now recommending 35 parts per million. Um, is there a big difference, because I've tested my pool at 28 parts per million, and then I've raised it to 48, 50 parts per million. I didn't really notice a huge difference in um, in the levels, but is there, you know, is there a big difference between thirty-five and fifty?
1: Um, probably not. Um, the advantage, of course, is that it is acting as a as a buffer and an algostat. So um, raising it gives you more of both of those. So um, there is an advantage if you have a, a problem with a a pool that always gets algae, or um, you know, has uh, um, uh, the pH going up all the time, and so on. So there is an advantage to having a little more buffer in the pool. I know the reason that BioLab um, uses 35, and it's not—it um, probably isn't for what you think it is. But um, EPA, first of all, came out and said that the maximum level for borate should be 35. And so BioLab came out and said 35, but subsequently uh, that was revisited and some additional information came out and they said that 50 would be okay. Um, And I actually have some people running pools at 70 parts per million of borate. But um, the claim is that it gets to be toxic. And Frankly, the toxicity of borate is about the same same as it is for table salt. Um, So it's not as dangerous as they would maybe have you believe. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, the toxicity is that you need uh, to, for it to be toxic, uh, probably deathly, you would need to consume five grams of pure borate. Which is a lot, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and uh, um, and in order to do that, just to do a little bit of mental math on it, um, five grams is is uh, five thousand milligrams. So um, a part per million is is the same thing as a milligram per liter. So in order to get If you had 50 milligrams per liter and you needed to get to 5,000, you would need to consume 100 liters of pool water to get to five grams. And 100 liters is about 26 gallons of water. So you would need to consume 26 gallons of water. And that would all have to be before you let any water out because Bori doesn't bioaccumulate uh, in any mammals, so you would have to keep drinking it until you consume 26 gallons, so which is obviously impossible. Um, dogs, they claim, have a four times uh, are four times more susceptible, but I think that's probably because of size. You know, an average animal is is 50 an average. You know, big guy these days is about 200, so, uh, you know, he's four times more susceptible. But um, even at that, even if you divide that by four, a dog would have to drink six gallons of water without peeing to to have a problem. And it doesn't bioaccumulate, so it resets to zero tomorrow. So um, it's just, I don't think a dog can consume enough to have a problem from a pool, but Uh, Nonetheless, there is a toxicity for it, but there also is a toxicity for salt. There's also a a maximum level for uh, cyanuric acid of 100 parts per million. And look how many pools there are at two or three or 400 parts per million of cyanuric acid. So um, we go over those limits all the time anyway. So I think BioLab is just covering themselves in case there was any kind of a, a legal action ever taken. That they could say, nope, we followed what EPA said.
0: Got it. And then, um, you know, also you can explain that parts per million is such a small uh, measurement in 10,000 gallons of water. So, right there is also another thing to focus on, too. It's not 50 parts per million in 10,000 gallons of water is not a lot of the product in there.
1: Well, yeah, put it this way we think that one part per 1% is small, correct? yeah 1% would be small it takes 10,000 parts per million to equal 1% yeah okay so so we're talking about you know a part per million is the same as one inch in 16 miles yeah that's a part per million so pretty incredible you know, it's it really is it's very small
0: mhm so i've heard this before um you know, using borates in a residential pool, Florida in particular, I've heard this mentioned. Um, I don't think there's too many borate products that are NSF approved. I'm not sure, I haven't researched it, um, but they are EPA approved. And so can you use borates, you know, if you're looking at the law just legally um, in a residential or a commercial pool?
1: Well, residential, there are, no, there are no rules, regulations, guides, health codes. There's nothing for residential pool. So you can put whatever you want in a, in a residential scenario. Um, and most um, health codes do not say that you can't use borate. They don't specifically say you can't use it. Um, and um, until there is a guideline for it, then you can use it. And there are no health problems with doing it. And many pools in a lot of areas in the country, uh, you can use it. And whether or not you want a a product needs to be NSF-approved, that goes state by state and almost health code by health code. So you can't, in general, say that you can or can't use it. Why
0: do you think that so many distributors and pool stores don't even stock a Boraid product?
1: Well, Borate has only gotten popular in the last two or three years. Um, And part of it has to do largely with me and me pushing my books and people getting my books to take care of their pools and stuff and realizing that borate is a good thing. But borate's been, the first patent on using borate in a swimming pool was in 1984 by John Gervin. Uh, the John Gervin company was actually Don Gervin. And um, they had a patent on it from 1984 till 2001. And then they let the patent go and the Gerbin company wasn't around anymore. But they sold a product that was borate and chlorine together. <laughs> it was mixed already for you. But um, nonetheless, it was a, a great product. It does a great thing in pools. Boric acid and borates have been used for 150 years to do laundry. Boric acid is used in eye drops. Uh, boric acid is used in foot powder. Um, borax is used in foot powder you know it's, it's used on humans and around places all the time you know and you can put it in your garden and then then eat your tomatoes you know so what you know it's it's not a problem and uh, the problem is that it just hasn't been popular and distributors are you know supply and demand you know if there's something out there um, that that everybody wants they're going to cover they're going to handle it um, and if not, um, there are plenty of places that that you can buy this material from. It's not difficult to get. It it's a little bit more expensive, but you can actually buy borax at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. You can buy it in the laundry section to do your laundry in. And a box is about five pounds of borax, so you can go buy a bunch of boxes at the grocery store and throw it in your pool. Mm-hmm.
0: But then you have to adjust the the pH in that particular one.
1: But you still need to adjust the, you Mm -hmm. will need to adjust your pH back down. But many guys that I've told, once they start calling landscaping places and Home Depots and Lowe's and stuff, saying, you know, can I talk to the garden department, not the pool department? Mm -hmm. Can I talk to the garden department? Do you sell boric acid for my my garden? Oh, sure. Got a 50-pound bag? Yeah, we sell it that way. So... Um, you may find out that it's available from other distributors and it might be a little cheaper than a pool distributor. But Mm -hmm. um, some of the pool corps in California, for instance, um, they have it. And I don't know whether it's an SKU yet, but I know that they, they do have it. So, um, and service guys, you know, some of these service guys decide to switch all of their pools and they want to go buy a pallet of it to switch all their pools. Mm -hmm. So
0: great. Yeah, good information on borates there. Um, I think people that don't know about it is, are going to really open their eyes to something that is relatively new, I guess, talked about. Um, and I think it's something that people need to actually know that's available on the market um, and, and all the benefits that we talked about.
1: So well, let's talk I personally think it's a good thing. I've written about it. I approved it. I've, I've got on on my website, there are five technical bulletins that you can read online for free on my website, or you can download them as a PDF. And one of the Borate uh, uh, technical bulletins is nine pages long. Huh. So, wow. and Borates are a chapter in the Pool uh, pool Chemistry for Residential Pools book.
0: Got it. Well, thanks. Um, I mean, the information on these podcasts are great. Uh, people can't see you during these recordings, but you're talking here with no notes, no calculator, um, nothing in front of you, um, which by itself is amazing, by the way, because you're doing all this in your head. I don't think I can do half that math even with a calculator in front of me. Um, so I really thank you for your time with these recordings. And again, I'm going to every outro of each podcast will have your information for them so they can. Uh, the pool guys and gals interested in finding your resources are going to have access to that and those links, so I'll make sure that they can find your resources and find more information about you. But I really okay. appreciate you taking this time. I know I, it's a lot of time. I would like day. to
1: mention only one thing. I, I, uh, the only thing you can buy from me is education. I, I have no purpose. I have, I not, I don't sell products, so um, I don't make any money if you use Borate or don't use Borate. I don't make any money if you use. Liquid chlorine, or use trichlorine pools, whatever. Um, I just think I have the best way to do it, and I'm independent, so I don't have to have a I don't have an employer telling me to, to sell his product. So yeah, um, it's all independent stuff, and it's all good stuff. So, I think
0: that's a, definitely an important distinction to make um, for people, so they know that you're not um, bound under one product or another, which is a great thing because then you're just purely educating the industry, which is how it should be.
1: Well, believe it or not, I had a about I forget how many months ago now, maybe been six or seven months ago. The manu one of the manufacturers of borates called me, and he said, "Do you have any idea why the sales of borate in California have increased by two hundred and fifty percent?" And I said, "Yes, I do. I'm responsible for it." <laughs>
0: That's funny. So,
1: he said, well, thanks a lot. Can we buy you a house or anything? <laughs> That's funny. So anyway, um, yeah. I do think borates are a great thing for a pool. And and sometimes I tell people, listen, if you don't believe what I'm saying, just try this on one pool and, and see.
0: Yeah. And
1: if you think it's better, then try it on a couple more. And I guarantee you're going to eventually have your own route on that.
0: Yeah, I I I kind of discovered it too myself from the trouble-free pool post. Everyone was posting right. about how great it was. Um and then, you know, I was very skeptical myself. Uh I would say 7-8 years ago. Right. When I first started reading those Well, they posts. started
1: actually the trouble-free pools started promoting board in 2007 or 2008. So they've been mm-hmm. they've been promoting it for 12 years. Yeah. But they weren't the first, you know, John Gerben was the first. Got but, it. Um I still think you know, it doesn't really matter who was the first. I just think it's a good chemical to use in your pool. And and it's a no-brainer. You put it in and it helps you. Yeah. The downside is it would do what? Nothing. Yeah. You know, so there's no downside to using it.
0: Yeah, that's great. Well, I appreciate it again, Bob, for all the time.
1: Hi. Well, I enjoyed it too. As you can tell, it's yeah. my life, it's in my blood. It's like what I I love talking about it and and making things easier for you guys and and making, uh, uh, making this difficult subject of chemistry and pool chemistry understandable.
0: Again, the easiest website to find all the material by Bob Lowry, including his certified residential courses, his consulting, and his chemistry apps is lowrycg.com. That's L-O-W-R-Y-C-G.com. And, of course, you can visit my website, swimmingprolearning.com. If you're on the banner, you can click on the podcast icon. And you can scroll down and see the other podcasts I recorded in this series with Bob Lowry, and you can definitely listen to those podcasts also. If you're in the industry and you're just starting out, or if you want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at PoolGuyCoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining there, including a discount on your general liability insurance. You can learn more again at PoolGuyCoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless.